Hello, everybody. This is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. All right, and welcome back to the show. And um, before we start the show, you guys already know the news yesterday of... Um, Chadwick Boseman. Um, yeah. Black Panther. Um, Jackie, I saw that when he did uh, Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. was in that one, too, and a bunch yeah. of other ones. yeah. Tragically passed away after a lengthy battle of cancer, which he kept himself, didn't tell anybody, and he was still a trooper. He still he was still doing. Yeah, projects. there was reports that uh, what twenty sixteen I believe or twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um. You know he had the colon cancer. That's what that's what got him in. Mm-hmm. And um, and he just kept on acting throughout. And, and, yeah. And and his roles were like you know, stellar. Yeah. It's um. We 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 all just didn't know. Yeah, it's really sad. So we're gonna take a moment of silence to pay our respects to him. You know. Rest in peace and long live the king. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. So moving on, moving right along from that, uh, a lot of things happened over the weekend. A, a lot of news big news and interesting news and stuff like that so let's start with netflix netflix canceled alton carver the cyberpunk uh, drama it didn't do really it supposedly it didn't do really good and how the way that netflix wanted it to be because they because how the way netflix does their um algorithm on how to renew shows is just basically like how many people saw it compared to how much it will cost to renew it and um, which I, I, I still don't understand it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. What, what so, about another secret parameter that we don't know? Like, for instance, how many people keep binge watching it? For example, that could count as a piece of it, right? So, but honestly, other than what you probably said, maybe, maybe that's maybe they're not it. We don't know. Yeah, so we don't know. So it, it, it just sucks that you know shows like Tuke and Birdie, Altered Carbon, and stuff they get canceled, and for some reason, some other shows get get top billing per se and, and, and maybe these shows aren't good yeah to be, I'm, I'm I know I'm gonna get back I know I'm gonna get hacked on this but okay Big Mouse it didn't need that five year deal like seriously it really didn't need that five that like like five season thing they could've gave it maybe two three max more seasons and they could've gave that to Tuca and Birdie but luckily, Adult Swim, being the heroes that they are, you know, scooped it up and they're going to get a season two to go birdie. You know, Alton Carbon, who knows? Um, hopefully, maybe somebody might pick it up. If not, if you're interested, this is part of a three-part book series um, that was written between 2002 and 2005. Uh, apparently, this, the second season was based off of the second book. I think the second or the third book. Mm-hmm. So um, if you guys get a chance, look it up. It's a three. It's a three book series. Um, and not to mention, if you're interested, there was a spinoff. That was an anime spinoff, uh, which was interesting as well. We did a review on it. Um, we gave it like a three out of five. It was okay. It was good, but there was uh, there was certain parts of it that was kind of too slow. The animation was kind of clunky, and also it it kind of felt out of place. But overall, it was okay. It's it's worth a watch. So, and I say the real news is you know why don't people find out you know 
how do you do this thing, Netflix? How do you determine what stays and what goes? Because naturally, because on public, you know, <laughs> public television, you know, on, on regular good old TV, you know, cable, mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. It depends on ratings. The demo. The demo and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. So in this case, when it comes to like, you know, Hulu, Disney Plus, blah, 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 you know, when they make their own shows or what have you. What are their rules of determining in general what constitutes, you know, a series that will be ongoing and what constitutes a series that's going to get their plug pulled and canceled. Your guess is good as mine. Wouldn't hurt to ask. And naturally, uh, they won't be listening. Yeah, you don't know. I could send them an email. (laughs) So, anyhow, moving right along. So, even though Alton Carbon was cancelled, the following day, uh, Netflix also announced that they gave the green light to the Resident Evil TV series. It's going to be done by the same studio that did all the Resident Evil films. Mm-hmm. And they, they green-lighted an eight-episode season. That's going and to have two it, story what, arcs. What is it based off of? No, it's an original content. It's an original storyline. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be continuity in terms of the film... Or through the game series. That I don't know. But Preferably we, through the game series. And, well, we don't know. It could be continuity through the film series. But like I said, we don't know. So, um, it's going to be eight episodes. Two story arcs within, the eight, within those eight episodes. We don't know when it will be released. Um, your guess is good as mine. Maybe next year or in 2022. Well, we just got to wait for their first trailer to find out. Yeah. So... Yeah, so we gotta we gotta wait on that. So it was very interesting, and then also too, um, there's also some interesting news that we all know that the, the Animaniacs is coming back this year, and then there's already they they kind of like dropped the 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 notion that yeah, there's gonna have a second half of it, second season that's gonna come out ASAP afterwards, but they're not gonna bring back a lot of characters. Yeah, so I'm sure they're. I'm sure that the only ones that they will keep, Wacko, Yakko, Dot, Pinky in the Brain, yep. um, uh, who else was popular? But I'm pretty sure they're going to be off the list. Well, as I know for now, they're not going to bring back Hello Nurse. They're not going to bring back Slappy Squirrel. They're not going to bring back Skippy. They're not going to bring back uh, Minerva Mink. We know why. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about Mr. Skullhead? We don't know. They're not going to bring back Rita and Runt, and I love Aww, Rita and Runt. That sucks. I love Rita and Runt. What um, about um, Mr. Mime? You know, with the good idea, bad idea that he sometimes does. No, it's Mr. Skullhead. No, sometimes it's Mr. Mime. Well, well, they mess with Mr. Mime. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, we don't know about Buttons Mini. Mm. Oh wait, there was other ones like Doctor Scratch and Sniff, the WB executive forgot his name uh there's the two hippos yeah frank the security guard oh yeah him so they're not gonna bring back a lot the good feathers yeah i don't think they're gonna bring them back either oh then it's heavily reduced i you may or know they might bring they might invent new characters but yeah you know they should have just brought back freakazoid 
I don't even think that they will bring back Freakazoid. Uh, I know, it's weird. But, what can you do? So, uh, on top of that, in other news, or um, news that people haven't reported, or just haven't seen, um, one of the greatest Japanese actors of all time would have turned 100 this year. Oh, uh, Toshio Mifune. Yes. Yeah, I, I wrote a wrote a recently finished an article on him, mm-hmm. and um, even though it was on April's Fool, nineteen twenty, that he was born, mm-hmm. well, I could have should have written this part. It ain't no, it did, you know, a fool was not born that day. Hell no. No, no. Um, Mifune was quite possibly he was one of the most influential actors of his generation. You know his enti- his entire run of movies that he did with uh, Akira Kurosawa are legendary. Well, almost all of them. I mean, there's sixteen sixteen films. Well, still they were all great. Mm-hmm. They all left a president in mark. And not only that too, when he went to Mexico and did um, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Animas Trujano. Yeah, if you guys well, haven't I watched, I found out that like even though his voice was dubbed, um, he phonetically spoke and re- recited all his lines in Spanish. And yeah, I would believe. And, and this was during what the era de oro del cine mexicano, the golden age of Mexican cinema. Yeah, yeah, he fit right in. Yeah, he completely fit right in. And um, Flor Silvestre was in it. Antonio Aguilar, he outshone him big time. Yeah. If you don't know uh, that whole situation, just think of this: uh, guys and dolls. Yeah, Frank Sinatra saying and everything but when it came down to it 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 was it was all um brando brando it was all brando don't get me wrong you know blue eyes you know he had the chops you you can even tell when brando saying you know he wasn't that wasn't like his forte but when it came to acting when he came to doing what he needed to do yeah it was all brando even that's why you hardly see him sharing the screen together Oh, and also, well, besides their actual hatred, right? Yeah, besides that. <laughs> um, and the fact that, um, you know, Brando didn't have that much singing in Park City. No, because he knew he couldn't sing. Hmm. Was this before or after the infamous All on the Waterfront? All on the Waterfront. I think before? I don't know. Cause that really, because that's what did them both in when uh, Sonata would have had the role, but... Didn't he turn it down? And then Mark Brando's like, "Yeah, I'll give it a shot." There's there's many stories about that one. Um, and it became a classic. I could have been a contender. I could have. Yeah, been there, there was there was like a lot of um, many different stories, many different points of view you about that whole. You're About about that. Same thing with the uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Like, um, oh, Brando. that's James Dean. No, no, no. Brando tried. Uh, he auditioned for the role. For James Dean's part. Mm-hmm. But it was like an earlier take. But um, he never got it. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway. But yeah. Um, what, what was your favorite film? From Mifune? That's going to be hard. Um, it's most likely in the Kurosawa era. I don't know what. Obviously what. Seven Samurai. Um... Yojinbo, this uh, unofficial sequel, Sanjuro. Which is, uh, which is funny, too, because a lot of people know that because of Sanjuro, 
the you know how in anime they over exaggerate with blood and all that, and also in the cinema, it was from that film, that that infamous last duel, the duel to the death, and then sword came out singing, and then all of a sudden the blood went out all crazy. Yeah, it was in that film. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, his trilogy where he portrayed uh, Musashi Miyamoto. Oh yeah, Samurai. Yes. 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 That, that, that was a great trio. Yeah. And his uh, cameo in uh, Yojimbo meets Satoichi. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, then he also had great ones like Roshamon and... Uh, Roshamon, when he was, Throne of Blood. Uh, his last one, Redbeard, which yeah. um, pissed off uh, Mifune because... Uh, he had to grow a real life beard, and he had to keep it for two years, and so it, he couldn't get a job. Yeah, so that's what pissed him off. Um, no, but I did like I did like Mafuna's early work when when he either portrayed as a gangster or a thief or a thug, because the um. If well, you his haven't... first his first well the very the world's first yakuza film was the uh, you know his first film with Kurosawa, uh, mm-hmm. Drunken Angel. Yeah, where he played a street hood. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know this, but um, there was a documentary that came out that I, that was recently on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on or not. It's called Mufune, and you there was. Uh, I didn't like well, well, just a brief thing. I didn't like how they did not say what he was doing in Mexico. That's true. That's yeah. part of his repertoire. He spoke multiple languages. Yeah, and he, yeah, and um, Anima Tejeda's one. Uh, yeah, was nominated. Was nominated and won awards around the world, and he actually won Best Actor awards for that film. Mm, I have to double check on that. No, he did. I, I think he did. He did like because that movie actually was like one of the last. Well, I know it was fil- critically acclaimed. Thing. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. But no, but like um, going back to it, when he was doing these gangster films in the documentary, it was told by many associates and friends of Mafune. That he would actually go looking, he would go head hunting for yakuza, real life yakuza, just to mess with them. Like he would actually go pick fights with them, and they didn't even want nothing to do with him because they thought this guy was crazy. Like, how would you react? Like, you know, you're in your twenties, you're a mobster, and every night you see the same guy come into the same bar and be like, "Hey, let's go for another round." Would you think this guy's crazy or what? Yes. Yeah. But you know, considering this guy you was know, an actor. No, not, not not just an actor. He was also a World War II veteran, uh, so he had some wartime experiences, and also he studied animals. Yeah. Just to get their facial features, so he he, he didn't just exaggerate that look. He had the look ready. Yeah. He's crazy, you know. You know like, forgive my language. He had you know he had the lion look. Like, Don't fuck with me. I'm a lion look. Yeah. And it always worked. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. If you guys even, have... in, even in one scene, in, I remember. In, I'm bringing it back. Animas Tujano. I looked like he, he. He looked like he was taking a nap with his hat on his head, and you know, and a little child was you know looking for him. He lifted up his hat, and he had that expression, that expression, like you can't. <laughs> you can't teach that. No. You can't. You really can't. You know. But still. Um, a hundred years. You know, really great actor. Um, 
anybody who wants to study facial looks or how to, pre to present an aura, because he always gave out this aura when it, when it came to his roles. You know, watch his films. Watch, especially during his time with uh, Akira Kurosawa. Because what Kurosawa did with Mafune, he gave him that opportunity to show off. All right, you want to be mad? Okay, go. Do how you do it. I don't care. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Just do it. And something must happen in World of War II because that's what he did. He used it. Yeah. A good example? Um, there was a story when they were doing the Seven Samurai. So you know when he, when uh, Mifune did that whole thing where he gave out that whole speech? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He didn't... He, he, he winged it. Like he didn't even like went with what the line he just said it just straight out winged it and Kurosawa was like oh I'm not gonna cut this like I'm not gonna edit this out no he got it right I'm just gonna leave it in there mm. and especially too when when his character died how the way he portrayed it when he wanted you know it was just it was so powerful so emotional so yeah so if anybody out there who, who wants to see how it's done naturally, you know, never mimic, never, never fabricated, just pure, genuine, um, raw emotion and giving out this, this aura, this, 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 this magnitude, you know, study him and you, you, you will see what he would, he would to offer. So that happy birthday before me. Well, belated, belated. Since it was on April first, yeah. we're in near yeah. the near September. Yeah, as of this recording, two, mm -hmm. two days. September. Yeah. So, uh, not only that too. Um, due to this recording, we just finished with Gamescom. It was interesting because I think this was the first gaming convention. That I kind of felt like, you know what? This was actually really good. It made me feel like I was actually at a gaming convention. You know? Mm. Uh, just to let you guys know, GameCon started Thursday, last Thursday. Just finished today of recording. Uh, there was a lot of things that they were showing off. There was, they were showing off a lot, of new, a lot of trailers for a lot of games. Um, you know, you had your usual suspects. You had your WoW. You had your uh, Call of Duty. Um, you had your Star Wars game, Star Wars Squadron, which I kind of felt like, eh, okay, don't get me wrong, it, it, it looks good, it looks fine, but to me, it's kind of like a 5-on-5 five -five MOBA, but with ships. That, that, that's all it is. It's, it's like, it's either like a MOBA or a, um, kind of like a first-person shooter type of arena game. And it's just five on five. So that's what it feels like to me. So I was like, I, I was like, oh, okay. And then when I heard about the class system, like that each ship is a certain class, what it does and everything. And it just dawned on my head. I was like, oh, it's like Team Fortress 2 or like Smite or... It ain't like Team Fortress No, 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 no. Yeah. Because one of the ships, okay. One of the ships is a support class. Mm. Team Fortress 2 has support classes. You know, like the medic, you know. And then you had, then you have like your your all out uh, offensive teams, you know, kind of like the scout, uh, 
Oh, man. I haven't played Team Fortress in so long time, so I, I can barely remember some of the classic characters. But yeah. The spy, so, uh, the hunter, no, the spy, the sniper, uh, the heavy. Yeah. No, no, so yeah, so, so like this guy, yeah, so they're like the offensive. Then defensive, you have like, uh, for defensive, you have like, you know, uh, flamethrower, um, Uh, the engineer. Yeah, God. <laughs> I was naming them, man. <laughs> no, no, no. You were naming a lot of offensive people. I'm trying to remember the defensive ones. I'm like, oh man, I'm on the spot. Okay, so, all right. Let me. Okay, so let me. Yeah, so so let me pick another game because I cannot remember. Okay. So ba- okay, so basically your offensive characters are like you know. Kind of like you're, like your like your assassins type playing offensive characters. You have those in ships, and you have your defensive characters. Kind of you know just basically what they do. They sit back and defend. Then you have your support classes, where you know they would you know give out health or ammunition or anything like that or buffs or debuffs. You know, so you have all that going on. So that for that Star Wars game, it looks good, but then still I'm just like, eh, you know. And then you had some other, then you had some other games that actually have really good, um, that are interesting. Like for example, um, Turrican. A lot of people forgot about Turrican. Mm. It's turned thirty this year. They're coming out with a project with M two of all people. So it looks like for people who have never played Turrican, this would might be their first time playing it. I don't know if they're going to be doing this. If they're going to be doing the Super Turrican series and the Mega Turrican. For the Genesis and the Super Nintendo, respectively, or hopefully, I, I hopefully hope that they do this. They might get, they might restore the Commodore sixty four one and the Amiga ones because those were really good. And the music, my God, the music in that series was great. Um, but also too, we got some some information too as well with uh, Bioware coming back with a new Dragon's Age game. Um, hooray, I guess. Uh, Doom, Doom Eternal is getting their first DLC, and it's a part one, so we're gonna, we definitely know we're gonna get a part two. Mm. Um, the most interesting one, the most interesting fact that we got out of of Gamescom is Ratchet and Clank. Oh, yeah. The Rifts Apart. Looks beautiful, looks great. And they said it was on the, uh, using the PS5 uh, hardware, right? It was using official PS5 hardware, it wasn't running on... Um, like a dev kit or anything like that. But here's the interesting thing. It's going to be a re- um releasing with the PS5. So it's going to be one of the first games officially releasing on re- when it hits the street date, the same as the PS5. Mm. So we kind of already know, okay, when the PS5 gets announced, its release date... Or Ratchet and Clank, uh, Rifts Apart, gets a release date. Then we kind of know one or the other is going to come out soon. Then it gives us a pretty good idea. Like when? When they're going to, uh, when the PS5 is going to come out. And soon after that, we will know also too when the when the, the Xbox Series X series is going to come out. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, of, of that, um, we'll get back to Gamescom in a bit. Sony kind of shot themselves in the foot early right now in the next gen, or, in next gen wars. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So, we already know that everyone, they're waiting for people to, you know, go and pre-order. They've done this, they did during last week where, okay, you have an opportunity, quote-unquote, opportunity to pre-order a PS5, but we're going to pick a set amount of number of people within a raffle. Oh, and it's invite only. I think that means you need a PlayStation ID. Yes. All right. How many people do you think around the world is going to submit in that? And, and they said the reason why they're doing this is because they, they might have a limited quantity of building and selling. Well, weren't there reports earlier, you know, that said that, well, yeah, production is doing great. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to Yeah, so apparently Sony is shooting themselves in the foot on this one. Maybe there must have been a hiccup in production mm. that they don't want to tell. So. So keep that in mind, folks. But going back to Gamescom. Um, we did see a lot of, we did see a lot of games that were coming out for current and next gen we saw a lot of interesting things how the way it was set up how the way gen con was set up you know you had one section for for uh trailers and stuff like that you had another section for gaming you had another section for cosplaying you had another section for retro gaming and you had another set like (sighs) excuse me folks um you also had another set for um, a section for uh, like a campus style for educational purposes for educational and also recruiting for education all of these were really good all of, all of these were great the one problem that I have with, with some of this is that some of the educational stuff that I was looking through it was all in German with no English subtitle and I was trying to look for English subtitle um, that's a shame too because they were giving out like they were showing off like these universities um these seminars and stuff like that but they were all in german almost all of them were in german and i really wish that they could have had english subtitles so you kind of have an understanding what they were talking about but you know that's just me nitpicking but you know but other than that i think what gen con did was good I think what Gen Con did kind of set the bar for what gaming conventions are going to be. Oh, do you, do you think it would be better? It wasn't, in your opinion, would it be better than E3? Well, yeah. E3, oh, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. By a long shot. But here's the thing. In a couple of weeks, we're going to have the Tokyo Game Show. Hold on. Let me double check. Yeah, because the Tokyo Game Show is in September. That's going online. So I don't know how... So it's going to be kind of interesting to see. Okay, Game Con happened. They set the bar right now. How... Hmm. Excuse me, folks. How will TGS handle it? How will they do it? Oh, uh, Tokyo Game Show, well, it's online. Yes. Um, well, a little brief little snippet here. Uh, Tokyo Game Show 2020 online. So I guess their hashtag will be TGS 2020 online. 
or whatever, uh, will be holding for five days, five days, from September 23rd, which is a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me click on the... It could be um, in Japan time. Uh, Wednesday to Sunday, uh, September 22nd. Uh, on the unofficial Tokyo Game Show website, which replaces the cancelled Tokyo Game Show 2020, originally planned to be held at uh, Makuhari Mese in this September. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting, and we are going to try to get as much information we can, like we did with, with Gamescom this year. We're going to try to get as much information as we can with uh, Tokyo Game Show as well. Um, I don't know if it's going to be free for the public, for the press, but we're going to try to do as best as we can to see what we can get from there. Yeah, it's a, um, I'm reading a little bit of it. Um, you know, yeah, it is Japan time Wednesday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, which is what uh, Tuesday to Saturday for us. Yes. Um, sponsored by well, the usual suspects over there. Well, not exactly the, the Computer Entertainment Association, co-sponsored by NKBP, Co Limited, and. Uh, Denso Inc., sponsored by the Ministry of Economy. Number of participating companies. They plan to have 200 companies. Yeah, the usual suspects. Participation fee for visitors. Free, excluding some. Yeah, um, so it's not bad. Okay. So, let me see. Um, the eSports competitions also distributed. Uh, web pages. So, there's going to be web pages for us to go to. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we plan to hold an online talk session to learn the latest topics of the game. And visitors can view these contents for free. Good. All right. And uh, in addition, we will hold online business meetings for our exhibitors and people involved in game and big business. The quote business matching system enables smooth, smooth progress in web meetings and networking. In addition, to exhibitors, individuals involved in game-related businesses can also participate in online business meetings that's charged. Okay. So that part is not free. Okay, of course. So, all right. So we're gonna try to do is get it to get as much information we can while we get to attend to it and everything like that. It's free. Um, we'll let you know everything about that when it soon gets closer to it. All right. So that is it for this week. I hope you guys had a great time listening to us and everything like that. Um, you know, even though what the sad news of what happened to uh, Chad Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, never forget what a wonderful person he was. Never forget what he did for not just. Um, for for all the goodness that he did, for all the communities that he that he helped out and stuff like that, but also remember that he will always be that that shining light that that united an entire community. Yeah. You know, so never forget. Rest in peace, Wakanda forever. Yes. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I hope you guys had a great time with us. Please, uh, we'll be back next week for more riveting tales of what we find on the internet. So until then, I am Captain Cats. And I am We Are Cats. All right. Have a great one. Have a great rest of the week. Stay safe out there. Put on your mask. Keep your physical and social distancing away. And just be nice to one another. Until then, take care. Yo-ho.